Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, we're back! Podcasting time! Gonna, tomorrow, gonna go see F1 in Bahrain. Oh, that's what I need to look for, um, because I don't know what track they're doing in Bahrain. I, I have a general idea, but I really can't remember the name of the track, and it's been bugging me. Yas Marina! That's the track! I'm, th I'm thinking it might be Yas Marina. Gosh, I knew it started with a Y, but I just couldn't get it. Okay, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yas Marina. Yas Marina, whatever. I was thinking it was gonna be this track. Which would actually, you know what? That would be really cool. But anyway, yes! I'll be going, because Hagrid invited me again! So I, can be, I was gonna walk the Chinese Grand Prix, or whatever they call it, but it rained. And I kinda missed it, so I don't know what's necessarily happened, and I've just seen Bahrain. I've just seen what I think is this, what I, well, the, uh, the Bahrain International Circuit. And yeah, I think, oh, I know this track. Oh, oh it's mm, eh, not one of my favorites. Anyway, yes, so Hagrid invited me again. Thank you, Hagrity. And I will be going tomorrow, except it's in the morning, which means I'm going to have to cry uh, when I get up. And then have something, sleep in the car, and then try and wake up when we're there. But yeah, so I'm going to watch again tomorrow, see what it's like. There was a sort of raffle from last time I could have won a book. Uh, I didn't, because I got Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel won. Good for him. I'm, I'm so happy. Great, great job for you, Seb. I, I'm so, so happy. <laughs> but anyway, that's not right now, because that's going to be tomorrow, which means I'll have to record it when I get back tomorrow. And I might be tired by then, so you might hear a little bit of drowsiness in my voice. But anyway, we're starting today, right now. So yeah, let, let's get into it. Alfa Romeo 6C Disco Valenti Design Study is in Italian Beauty, and I kind of wish Alfa would do this, but I'm not sure I'd hope they'd do the front end. I do, I do wish they do another sports car, though. That much I am hoping for. SUV slams into the rear of a Mini and rolls over on Australian Highway. Because apparently, Minis are ramp vehicles now. Genesis looking to become a credible brand to rival German 3. And with that new concept from, what was it, New York? I'm not quite sure. Because it's, you know, the Genesis G80. That, that looks right for them. But this new SUV and a few others, that, the problem with the designs is it looks like if it wasn't Hyundai, like if it was a... Auto, if it was a Chinese startup, making original designs and stuff, it would look really good. But it doesn't work for Honda, it's not, or even Genesis, it's not, it's not, I don't think it looks very, you know when some cars look like they're a Mercedes, or look like they're a BMW, you know, the, their look sort of suits their brand, yeah, um, this new SUV doesn't suit Genesis, at all. There's something not quite Hyundai Genesis about it, bit of a shame. It's one of those situations where it's good for what it is, but not for what it's trying to be. Hyundai opened to a variety of end performance models, including crossovers, which could be cool. Nikki Grist reminds us why Colin McRae is completely awesome. And I watched the video, and let's just say there was a crest and, an, and a hill on the other side of, what was it, deep, not quite valley, but something of that sort. And Colin was like, you know what? We could jump that. We, we could just jump it and save quite a, you know, quite a bit of time, and they ended up saving two seconds. That... Is a lot of time to save, and I'll make sure to link it in my in my blog, my new blog. Amalgam, interesting name, launched a scale models of every Ferrari 70th anniversary edition ever, potentially. I don't know. Study says 25% of driving in the U.S. by 2030 could be done by autonomous vehicles. 
which means I'll be wearing a racing suit every time I go out because, frankly, I'd want to live. Or, sorry, no, I want to live. Like, right now. Meet the new Citroen C5 Aircross. This is it, and I think Citroen have done a brilliant job on it. It's, the design is, on one hand, I quite like it for what it is. Actually, no, let me say that again. I like it for a Citroen, but I'm not sure I like it as an entire car. But you know what? I think I do quite like it, though. I think Citroen have really found a good design language for them. It's really rather unique, I think. That, I think, is a good idea for them. And, of course, you will see it as well. And before I continue on, two news. Yeah, and so apparently Jaguar might axe the XJ. Or, well, supposedly they're preparing for it. I potentially would hold off on that. Well, now it's fully done, or fully out. So, yeah, 707 horsepower, so... They were able to get the full 707 out of it, and 645 pounds of torque, which I might have said last week. But yeah, and the new Dodge Demon is finally here. 840 horsepower and race gas, 808 on regular 91 premium, 770 pound-feet of torque on race gas, and what I think was 717 on regular 91 premium high octane. Might have said a little bit extra that time. But yeah, 0 to 60, 2.3 seconds, or essentially... About as fast as current F1 cars. And that, I think, also makes it one of the fastest rear-wheel drive cars currently being made. Quarter mile time? 9.65 seconds. At what, a what I believe is 140 miles an hour. So yeah, it's a monster! And it's awesome! Can't wait to see what that thing can do, you know, outside of what, what the press... Well, when I, say the, when I say the press, what I really mean is, you know, just outside of what FCA is saying. But yeah. Audi's global sales slipped at first quarter as the Chinese order less cars, and I don't blame them. They need to get that smog issue under control. Quite, quite a bit of smog. Though to be fair, Los Angeles isn't really any better. And even people are saying that Denver is starting to get bad. But of course, they always blame cars rather than, oh, I don't know, all the industrial facilities out here, all the non-eco-friendly trucks out here, and all the trains we have out here, or all the diesel truck, all these, all the diesel trains in the world at all. Why don't you fix fix any of those, huh? EPA. Fix the trucks and the trains. They're the problem. GM to idle North American plants for 10 weeks. Bit of a shame. We'll see what, what happens afterwards. Chevrolet Bolt is losing a sales race to Nissan Leaf. That's actually really rather interesting because as far as I'm concerned, Leaf is a mess. Musk tells group of upset inventors to buy Ford stock. Because why not? Because Tesla... Oh, right. Tesla's now worth more than GM and Ford. Apparently. Apple gets permit to test autonomous vehicles. Not like they have one. Oh, wait. They're probably just going to do a goop with it. Wow. San Francisco could be sued for congestion from Uber and Lyft vehicles, and I've seen a few Lyft drivers. I've also had the pleasure of dealing with a few bad Lyft drivers. To those of you who are bad Lyft drivers, let me say it like this. Go, take your driver's permit again, and don't come out until you can drive good again, and please use your indicators. I know it's a BMW joke, but frankly, everyone doesn't indicate, and the roads will be a lot safer. Oh, ju just if everyone indicated alone, it, they'd be a lot safer. So please those who are bad uber and lift driver and anyone who's a bad driver go have your license go try and retake the test and go take extra driving classes please especially for you taxi non-taxi car what is it car sharing or carpooling programs not ride sharing it's carpooling for all of you who are in the carpooling programs and don't drive very well please you give your customers a better ride and they'll be less nervous yeah that's that's top information right there Next, Mercedes SL to, do, to be developed by AMG and could be a 2 plus 2. Kind of forgot what that means. Italian Calafiore. Wow. C10, 1000 horsepower hypercar debuting at Top Mark Q or Marks. Might just be Marks. 
Anyway, the McLaren 4, no, 540C is just what British GT Championship needs to set the pace. So you have to add 1,100 jobs to cruise automation self-driving operations. Huh. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy this, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, we are back once again. Commander 2018 Hyundai with standard remote services. Rather than just walking up to your car, getting in your car, and carefully messing with the settings. Because obviously, that's too much work to do. Of course you wouldn't do that. Volvo's first EV to, pro to be produced in China alongside XC40. Also, I is this, is, that, is this that concept I saw? Because that's... You know how I said that with Volvo's new design language, they, they just haven't made a bad car yet? Yeah, I'm kind of skeptical now, because this, what might be a concept, I'm not too favorable of. But anyway, ABT pumps new blood into Volkswagen Golf 5 family, or is, it the, is that 7? Oh, it's probably the 7th generation, yes. So this is Volvo XC40 sketches picture. Yeah. The front end's kind of, eh, but everything else isn't too bad. Sadly, a super rare Audi A1 Quattro starts a barbecue in Switzerland. Which is a big shame, because that's an awesome car. Bentley could use EV technology from Porsche Mission E. What for? Probably the Bentayga. Jensen Button primed to fill Alonso's seat at Monaco GP. Chinese-built Cadillac CT6 plug-in hits U.S. shores. BMW M2 CS and GTS to launch by March 2019. Probably could make the car at least 30, 40, 40 more horsepower powerful by then. Nissan says the successor to the 370Z is not a priority. Which is a big shame, but to be fair, the 370Z is about as old as the Challenger is right now. And I don't mean the 70s one, I mean the current one. So, that makes a bit of sense. Pendulum bids farewell to the Dodge Viper in high-speed style, and I gotta be honest, I was getting a lot of Mi Miami Vice feelings when watching that video. Especially the, the first bit. It was an awesome video, though. Put it on my playlist on YouTube. 1994 Volkswagen CC1 prototype to be shown publicly for the first time, and it looks nothing like you'd expect a Volkswagen to look like. Which means I have to link it, because all of you will be astonished. Every Buick will be a venue luxed out within two years. Interesting. Elon Musk confirms Tesla semi-truck for September pickup truck within two years. German automakers thinking of publishing real-world fuel economy figures. Thought they already did. Anyway, 2017 Trans AM Super Duty brings 1,000 horsepower to New York, or essentially it sounds just like a Pontiac-inspired body-style exorcist Hennessy Camaro. Dubai dealers selling not one, but two Ferrari FXXKs. Mercedes-AMG starts track-testing F1-powered Project 1, even though they'll never get more than 30,000 miles on it. Or, well, yeah. New, new Alfa Romeo Giulia Veloce available to UK buyers for £37,935. Or basically about well, that's it's interesting no actually yeah because that's about what the full here is in america because that's about forty-three thousand. rimac brings veyron slay concept underscore one to new york auto show bmw i8 protonic frozen yellow edition that's a name and a half unveiled ahead of shanghai unveiled do these jeep images preview a lengthened cherokee base model or based model and um not necessarily it's apparently it's the china exclusive k8 or the Yunico, or Yunko, or whatever they're supposed to call it. Um, and supposedly, it's based on the Pacifica platform. Not quite sure what 
what that entirely means, but it, what it could mean is that we might get a hybrid. Also, um, as far as I can tell, no one's been able to figure out what the Pacifica platform is. And what I mean by that is no one's been able to figure out if it's the same sort of Dart platform but lengthened or what. Volkswagen drops new images of Shanghai-bound ID crossover concept, and I'm pretty sure we've already seen that concept before. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's images of the full car already. It's like they're milking that thing. Spectre C8 Polite Prelitator. Spider arrives in New York under Koenigsegg power, rather than the LS motor that they've been using. Mercedes unsure if it'll bring diesels back to the US. Yeah, I'm not sure they will either. BMW's new 763M and performance wheels for M3, M2, and M4 look, I think, actually pretty good. They look lightweight as well. Mercedes to preview new A-Class with a sedan concept in Shanghai. All new Citroen C5 heading to Shanghai Motor Show. Is all this just about Shanghai on this page? Jeep's new Yun 2? Oh, I, was, I thought it was Yun Toe. Man, much conflicting information. SUV concept for Shanghai Show will seat 7. Sounds a bit like the old Jeep Commander. Lucid Air electric car completes first high-speed test at 217 miles an hour. And it's a sedan, making it have a higher top speed than the 707 horsepower Charger. And that's quite impressive, but I almost wonder what they did to get it that fast. But I mean, still, that's, that's amazing. Hopefully the range isn't awful. Genesis GV80, that's what it's called. Fuel cell SUV concept hits at BMW X5 rival, and I'm still not a fan. Hot Mini Countryman JCW or John Cooper Works officially launched in Europe, and I just remembered that I was gonna say John Cooper Works all the time, but I just did, I just said JCW without stammering. Yay me! Citroen previews the interior of the new C5 Aircross, which we just talked about. Whatever. Ford pioneered the first assembly line 104 years ago today, and hopefully that, just in case that's misleading, um, yeah, Ford slash Henry Ford didn't make the assembly line, he just perfected it, so there, there you go. Fernando Alonso will visit Monaco GP to race in the Indy 500. Oh, oh, he's gonna waste the, race the Indy cars, at least the engines won't be GP2 engines. Eh, a, a lot of F1 fans will get that from last year. New Skoda Yeti tip to come this year as the Korok. <laughs> uh, well, Skoda was a weird brand already, but Korok, I think, that's just, that's the epitome of their weirdness. Lana Neva 4x4 turns 40 and gets special edition as part of the celebration with new wheels! And that's it! And maybe a better interior. Lincoln's chauffeur service is like a private Uber for owners. <laughs> well, that's interesting. New Range Rover Velar brings its tech fest to New York, and I think it looks pretty good. First 2018 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 1LE with the track performance package thing fetches $250,000 at auction. wonder how much of that is, you know, going to go to whatever they want it to go to. 2018 Lincoln Navigator adds refinement, luxury, and 450 horsepower to the full-size SUV. And me and Dad actually already saw the new Expedition at the Denver Auto Show. And me and him weren't sold on it. It was quite slab-sided, front and back. The Lincoln's a bit more curvy on the front, but I don't think my Dad's still going to be sold by it. It's also, the front end is just, it's sort of sagging on the very low end with the little air dam thing. Ferrari's new four-cylinder F-Type. Yeah, that's right, they put a four-cylinder in it. Price from $59,900 in America. Only $1,500 less than a V6. And I would just love to point out that 59,000, almost 60,000 for a four-cylinder F-Type is kind of too much. If it was 40K, that would that would be more reasonable. But it's, if it's okay, it's definitely gonna be 60,000 by the time you add in, you know, like tax and destination and stuff. You could get a Mustang GT350, GT350R, an Alfa Romeo 4C, which is a four-cylinder, but at least that makes sense, but it is just as expensive, so, eh. Porsche Cayman for about that much. 707 horsepower Challenger Recharger for a little bit more than that. 
You could probably get an SS Camaro for that. You could get a C7 Corvette with the Z51 package for less than that. And yeah, the, I'll admit, the interior won't be as good. But that's that's still a lot for a four-cylinder F-Type. Or for, yeah. You could probably, in fact, you could get a Ford Focus RS for about 10000 less. Oh, which would you have? Would you have the F-Type or the Focus RS? I think I'd have the Focus RS for that much. Mercedes AMG GT concept brings its neck twisting design to New York, and as Ralph Jill said on his Instagram, he's not a big fan of the wheels, and I agree with him. I'm not a big fan of them either. I like the gold, but I don't like how they've done it. Subaru Accent concept lands in New York to preview three-row production SUV. So basically, remember that ugly, terrifying, in some cases, Subaru Tribeca? Yet they've made a new version of that, and the front end is sort of the same giant face that that had, but I think they've done it better. So as long as they don't ruin it, good job, Subaru. Continue on. Experience more classic and modern Porsche cars in Forza Horizon 3 because finally EA doesn't have their monopoly on Porsche anymore, meaning Porsche will be in more brands, so you won't have you won't just be stuck to rough. And they're now in Forza Porsche, I should say, is now in Forza Horizon 3 in a DLC. So enjoy that. 2018 Volvo XC60 looks doomed for success. No, I don't understand that either. This is America's 2018 Hyundai Sonata facelift. Yeah, facelift, not necessarily a new car. It looks good, actually. I like it, but I'm kind of waiting for that new Sonata to come, much like everyone else is waiting for that new Charger to come. Jeep Compass botches New York show auto show off-road course, and the article says trail or fail rated, basically being a bit snarky. And I'd just like to point out that they said that it was, it's a steel hill, as I can tell, as any, as a lot of people would know from the Jeep ride, and it was raining. I'm sorry, but rain and steel, let's just say, don't make for a nice combination. So I'm not surprised the Compass couldn't make it because the steel and the rain just didn't make for a good combination. I Now, if the Grand Cherokee or the Wrangler made it, okay, then that's not necessarily a good thing for the Compass, but I doubt they made it. So, yeah. That's not the Compass's fault there. Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrofoglio says, Hello, from New York. Oh, yeah, that wasn't there at the Denver Auto Show. Not that I'm quite surprised. 2018 Volvo S90 TA twin-engine FEV, or PAGV, with 400 horsepower reaches America from $63,650. Yeah, that's quite a lot, but you know what? Modern Volvos are awesome, so I'd have it over an S-Class, which is really hard to say because I quite love the S-Class. Toyota FT46 concept revealed as the Millennials FJ Cruiser. Because of course it is. Ford's production fusion hybrid cop car goes on patrol in New York. Because justice knows no bounds for environmentalism. That's a job title. <laughs> that's a movie trailer. Honda expands clarity lineup with new PHEV and EV, or sorry, with new FEV and EV in New York. And I think it actually looks pretty good. It's a lot like the old clarity. It's a little bit odd for the quarter window, but everything else is good. Also, I can't wait for batteries to get cheaper so I can finally have good electric cars. Not, not that I'm in favor entirely of electric cars because again the electricity doesn't come from environmentally friendly sources but at least we won't have electric cars that cost about the same about the same as that volvo actually production derived audi r8 lms joins the gt4 port party meaning it's probably a race car 2018 lexus lsf sport is all show no extra go in new york which is Kind of a shame, and I kind of think the grill is a little bit too big, but whatever. Buick shows off standard 2018 Enclave in New York. Think it can go after Audi's Q7? Maybe it can. It's about the right size, but whatever. Mercedes-Benz offers yet another glimpse into 2018 S-Class facelift. And I'm looking at it now. Looks, like, And you know what? That reminds me. 
haven't actually seen a few. I haven't seen proper images of it yet. But anyway, 2018 Honda Civic Type R, granted U.S. entry in New York. Can't wait to see what that thing's gonna be like on the road. Audi Sport officially launched in America. We'll bring eight new model, new RS models by 2019. Oh, how far have I gone? Oh dear. I need to end now. Anyway, thank you all for watching. I'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Just realized, before you continue on into this podcast, have you, I need you to know that, or I need you guys to know that it was actually Bahrain International Circuit, not Barcelona. Hello, everyone. We are back. It's the next day for me. Though for you, it'll just be all in the same podcast, so it won't be like the next day. Talk about a TV time skip, huh? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So I just got back, sort of, from F. Well, from the Haggerty Invitation Invitation event. That I got to go to, which is essentially, we're all gonna watch F1 with some, with some awesome people, and yeah, see how it goes. And this time it was in Barcelona, the island. And I, right now I was saying I was trying to figure out the track, and it was Yas Marina. It wasn't Yas Marina. It was Barcelona International Circuit. The irony, but yeah. So got there. They had a Porsche for a stand this time, rather than the Studebaker from last time. Very. Very nice Porsche for that thing, it was awesome. And you know what, they finally fixed the colors this year so I could actually tell who was who, which was awesome. And they did the raffle thing that they did last time. Guess what? I picked Hamilton, again. That's awesome, right? Yeah, Um. long story short, Sebastian Vettel won. So yeah, wasn't, I wasn't so lucky this time. But anyway, so we got there, sat down. This time it was breakfast. It was, I had to get up. At essentially just 6, no, well, yeah, 6.30. Then I went slightly back to bed unintentionally. My mom got me up at 7. I got up. I was running off 4 hours of sleep because I had a really rather rough night. And, yeah, so I'm currently still running on 4 hours of sleep. And it's 2.10 my time at the time of this recording. So, yeah. But, anyway, got there. They had pastries, none of which I ate. They had fruits and vegetables and... Yeah, the only thing they had was honeydew, cantaloupe, I finally remembered the name, and let's see, they also had strawberries, and there was one other thing, I, there might have been another thing, I don't really remember, but yeah, the rest of it, you know, pastries, and that, that was really it. Didn't necessarily eat much, I just had a waffle before we left at that point, but the race, man, the start was interesting, because they, because Sebastian Vettel split up the Mercedes guys, it was Lewis Hamilton, who was behind Valtteri Botas, so I was or Botas. I was expecting him to actually get in front, and then that whole split thing would work, but... So Hamilton, for the most part, stayed second throughout the entire race. And, and that may not make sense, but it, what I mean by that is... He started off in second. Well, no. It was third, but close enough. But out of the two Mercedes, the, the Mercedes duo, he was second. Well, 
because it was a two-car team. But yes, anyway. So, yeah, he was basically third and second throughout the entire race. But at least he actually made an effort, unlike Max Verstappen, because he was he stayed fourth last race. And he actually, he was really gunning for it this race. But the brakes broke. Gotta say, actually, a lot of cars went out. Little bit surprising. It was like all the gremlins from the Gremlins movie were just inching all over the track trying to wreak havoc for those for people who weren't really rooting for them. Who was the driver? It wasn't Hasef one didn't no. I think one of them did. One of them had a problem. But yeah. Um Fernando Alonso had an engine problem two with two laps left to go on the race. I'm sorry, but that's the that is the most frustrating thing. Not finishing a race is frustrating. Not finishing a race with two laps left to go is just angry Terminator inducing rage. It was, man, that was, that must have been heartbreaking. But yeah, so start of the race, Sebastian Vettel, sorry, I, I'm used to saying Vettel, but it's Vettel, so. He managed to flip the Mercedes guys, they kept racing, Botas was going, he was actually going pretty fast uh, for the first bit. They were starting to leave Hamilton, and then Hamilton started to catch up. Raikkonen placed fourth this race, and I don't know about you guys, but that's the best I've ever seen him place through the last few years. Because, you know, mostly he's either 7th or 8th, maybe 6th on a good day. So this was a good day for him. Race kept going. Yeah. What was the other driver? It was da Danny Kafia. He crashed into Carlos, Carlos Sainz, I think. And the race commentators were saying, wow, he did it, Pastor Maldonado. And I'm sorry. <laughs> But that was the best bit of commentary throughout the entire race. And that, oh man, I wish I could have seen Maldonado race when he was not necessarily in his prime. But, well, no, when he was in his prime of crashes. But, man, that was funny. Well, it, they were right. They were right. Because that was an unfortunate accident. Lewis Hamilton was ahead of Daniel Ricciardo coming into the pits. And some people were saying that he slowed down too much into the pits, making it look like he intentionally slowed Ricciardo down. Got a five-second penalty for that. And to be fair, Valtteri was already in the pits because Mercedes are stacked in terms of pits. So they don't have, you know, two different pits for two different cars. So I really don't think Lewis Hamilton intentionally slowed down, intentionally slowed down Valtteri, or sorry, not Valtteri. I don't think he intentionally slowed down Daniel Ricciardo. He had to slow down to give his pit crew, because they were going slowly, uh, you know, enough time to get Botas out of the pit and him into the pit. So I really don't think he did it on purpose. It was annoying, but at the same time, if he knew that was going to happen, he could have just let Daniel go ahead. As in, you know, slightly pull off, let him, let Daniel speed ahead, and then, you know, whatever. Because because at this point, you know, Lewis was going get to out, get out of the pits faster. However, Daniel is further up, meaning he would have a bit more of a cushion to get out, but still. So, yeah, he got five seconds penalty for that, which I, I'm not sure that was correct from the stewards. As they call them. But yeah, Ferrari were doing Vettel was a madman on track. Just there was there were a few instances where I could have sworn he was doing one second he was catching up by one second a lap. He was going incredibly fast. And then, you know, near the end of the race, Hamilton was like, okay, I gotta catch up. He tried to catch up and it was sort of on and off with him catching up and losing ground sometimes. But he was never making the leaps and bounds that Vettel was, and I know that at that time when Vettel was going like a madman, Hamilton wasn't going all out, but even still, just, 
And I'm pretty sure Vettel wasn't going all out during the last few laps of the race either. But Hamilton just couldn't catch up. Just not enough time. Uh, yeah, the pit strategy was interesting. As Hetzvatel went for... He went for Super Softs earlier on. And then I think he went for Super Softs again. And then he went for just the soft tires on the last bit. Hamilton was on the softs for pretty much the entire race. And then the last bit... You know, he wanted the super softs, but the team said, yeah, but the softs are probably the better tire for this. And to be fair, even with that five-second disadvantage, I really do wonder. Because there was at one point where Hamilton was six seconds behind, and I wonder, had he had the super softs, could he have made up all that time? I don't know, but I kind of think that Hamilton might have been right on wanting the super softs rather than the softs. Yeah, but man, he was going... Vettel was going hard earlier on, but Hamilton was just... I know a lot of people like him, but man, his driving. That that was a sight to see. Especially the way he dodged bomb Botas as he tried to get... As he got ahead by overtaking that. And the dive bombs! The dive bombs were just... It was like they were half a mile back, and people were like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna late break right up until the corner, and then break and pass you. Just... I know that... I know that F1 cars... F1 cars can break with the force of Thor's Mjolnir, but just seeing them get up side by side from when it's at least four or five car lengths back is incredible. And keep in mind, F1 cars break with about 200 feet left, in, and I'm saying in terms of distance, with about 200 feet left between the turns, or, you know, from the straight to the corner, and they're going near enough, almost 200 miles an hour down the straight as well. Probably without DRS, though, so that. Man, that takes guts. Though that won't, none of that will overshadow how that guy in, what is it, WRX, WRX, the World Rallycross series, went to the outside of everyone and just drifted right around everyone and got in first place. Nothing will top that, but anyway, yeah, the dive bombing was awesome. This, this was a really good race. Whilst the one I joined, it, it was a fun race, especially as it was my first time. But that race was not as hectic as this was. Man, I wish Hamilton got right up there with Vettel, because that would have been a sight to see. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash ViperForLifeACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to Dr. Taffy seven 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 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.